attention, everyone listening right now. Hide your kids, hide your wives. Turn off grandma's hearing aid because this podcast is not for everyone. There will be adult language and adult themes and just, it just gets kind of bad. So listener yeah. discretion is advised. <laughs> if you're looking for a podcast that takes you on a journey, both audibly and literally. <laughs> if you're looking for a podcast that discusses the really weird relationship between Brenda and Billy on Six Feet Under. Ooh. A podcast that answers the question, which is better, brown rice or white rice? It, well, I, it, it's white. I hate brown rice. A pod, Or a podcast that offers you an in-depth insight into the role Archie comics have played in my life. Ooh, let's do it. <laughs> let's go there. I mean, maybe this is the podcast for you. <laughs> nah, this, no, this it's still not. This is not the podcast for you. podcast for you. I'm Sarah. That's Haley. And we are family. I Are got... we allowed to? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough of this tomfoolery. Mm. Should we do some fan subs before we kind of dive into our crazy Let's, antics on this I Sunday would morning? I love to give some props to fan sets. Would you? Well. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Let's do it. Okay. Hello. That's so much Seinfeld in my life right now. Hello. We, hello. Pardon me. Uh, we'd like to take a hot minute to thank our friends at fan sets for being our wicked awesome sponsors. They are constantly i'm constantly putting out amazing products and pins and they work hard to bring new stuff all the damn time just the other day dan was telling me about the new wrath of Khan delta pins and i was like oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. i gotta see these bad boys so they're great and what else is great is you can use our special discount code at checkout rewind in all caps for a bitch and 10 percent off what do you think about that Haley? i think this fan sets our pins have character and we thank our friends at Fansets for being our sponsor. Yeah. Could you feel the punching as I was doing it? I felt it in my tooth. <laughs> my good tooth. My saber tooth. You just had you just had the one. I just had the one. Um Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. We're doing this so soon since our last one. Look at us go. I know. Well, Making I mean, up for last time. this is it. And why do we have so much time in between? I mean, I guess we both have lives and we have to work and stuff. And I watch a lot of true crime that takes up a lot of my time. But mm-hmm. truly, uh, you know. Badly. <laughs> deeply. R.I.P. Mm. God. The original ghost. <laughs> um how are you how are Casper. you yeah. what was that oh i'm thinking powder oh god <laughs> that movie that's a movie that exists that's a movie that somebody somewhere still does not admit to the fact that they were the gaffer for that film oh didn't you work on no i did not <laughs> i did not work on that movie yeah exactly Oh man, loved it. What's, what's new and exciting? Not a hell of a lot since the last time we chitty chatted. I mean, yeah. I had one of my 
friends from high school in town visiting. So who was it? Lindley? Oh, so her, I, Paula, and our friend Laura, we were like the four musketeers in high school. We all got together uh-huh. and went to Ferris's, which <gasps> was so good. Ferris's Oyster Bar. That's the last time I saw her mm. and Paula, I think, is we went we went to Ferris's. Anyway, love. Yeah. Delicious. Love that for you. I had the seafood linguine. It was just absolutely decadent. I bought a bottle of Prosecco for the table like a boss because mm-hmm. I knew I was going to have more than one glass and I figured Lindley would join me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also they were late and I was just like, let's just do this right. So um, then we went after to that, um, the Churchill, we got that big round table back away from everybody because it was like the only space for four oh, people. Nice. There's that little corner spot, like, cause it's just a long bar. Right. And then at the back. So we sat there for a little while just cause we were just having so much fun, just talking shit about like life and the fact that we're all still friends after all these years. I mean, we all so met nice. in like 93 yeah. when we were grade eight and it's just like Love crazy. That. So that Aww. was fun. And I finished the newest season of what we do in the shadows <laughs> and it was so good. And it was everything yeah. I wanted it to be with Joel playing himself. Oh my God. It was amazing. Oh, so good. Painting. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so good. Nandor um, putting his whole hand into Colin Robinson's skull. <laughs> oh, Colin Robinson. My heart. Colin Robinson. Um, Colin Robinson. And then I... I have some shocking news for you. And this spins off of what you already talked about earlier about law and order. You were watching special victims unit and whatever and talking about organized crime. I'm enjoying organized crime more this season than I am SVU. Boom. I know. Okay. You know, I was not expecting that to ever happen. So I still haven't taken the time to catch up or even watch the first 10 episodes or whatever, but you know, I'm not surprised to hear you say that. One, Christopher Maloney. Hello. Two, the SVU is like not really doing it for me this season. It's been, yeah, just it's kind different. of different. It is different. Like, did you watch the one on Thursday? I did. With Carisi. He's the he's the yeah. DA now. And yeah. like to bring them in just to like help his case out. And I just kind of thought like, this isn't in line with old SVU. And they gave the office a makeover. So now it's like some modern looking nice office. I'm like, no, I like the old bullpen, dirty totally. old office. And like, yeah, I just, I feel like it's been, I mean, this show has gone for like 400 seasons. Like it's, this is the 22nd season or whatever. So it's obviously you're going to have like good seasons and bad seasons. And I feel like this is kind of just, I'll never stop watching. I love oh, it. And I love 100%. her. And I like that they're, bringing yeah. her and Maloney in back and forth. But when I've watched this, like I said, the first season of, S- of Organized was like whatever, but the second season has been really, really good with him being undercover and him just taking it too far undercover Ooh. and like, so good. Cool. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll give it a, I'll give it another shot. Um, mm-hmm. I thank you for being brave and telling me that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was nervous. That's why I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> I gotta tell her, but do explosive I? diarrhea. Just Can't so nervous from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you? What's going on? Um, uh, well, you know, I'll do the obligatory work is slowly killing me comment. Um, but other than that, uh, I so I don't know about you, 
I have issues with practical purchases. Like I get mad when I have to buy things like Windex, paper Mm. towels. Like I will go to Sephora and buy like another styling tool that I do not need. Yeah. Or like another brush that I don't need. No problem. Not a second thought. Food, drinks, all that kind of stuff, whatever. But I, and so I was like, I need batteries. I need, two, I need two kinds of batteries, um, <laughs> double A and triple A because my brother for Christmas, like two years ago, got me a Sega Genesis emulator and it's got like the controllers, like they're wireless controllers. Yeah. It's got all my favorite games and you can put the cartridges in too. Cause I still have like a bunch of cartridges. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to set that up today now that I have the batteries for the controllers. (laughs) It's only taken two years. Oh my God. Um, But I'm super excited because like my muscle memory for Sonic 2, like I'll just rip through the whole thing. I've never actually finished the game. And because you can't save it, um, I remember like as a kid, like just leaving the TV or the TV would be off, but the console would be on like overnight for days. (laughs) Just like, gotta get you Robotnik. He's so brutal. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, I, when I went grocery shopping today, uh, there was like no one out. It was cause it's kind of early. Like when I go grocery shopping, it's like eight 30 and, um, about 350 birds shat on my car all at once. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And so I took my car to the car wash. Um, and I can't remember if I told you, but I, in the summertime last summer, I guess, I got stuck in the car wash. Yes. I did tell you. Yeah. You talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure I did because it was a whole thing. Anyway, I did not get stuck this time, but I was just like, why do I keep coming back to this one? I'm scared. <laughs> anyway, so that was fun. Um, I am take so I have work for another week and then I have a whole week off. We're going up to Tofino. Um, it's going to be amazing. I'm bringing books. I'm just, I'm so looking forward to some time off and we'll probably rent wetsuits and go play in the water and just enjoy ourselves. I'm going to bring, um, I have little bags of chips. <laughs> I remember the last time this trip happened, there was oh, like yeah. multiple types of potato chips and so many chips and like charcuterie so boards for days. Wine. Yeah. I think, yeah. This time it's, uh, I'm going to bring up a bottle of champagne and uh, probably some lemon juice because I just need to make sure that I have some. Um, Oh, I saw Dune. Oh yeah. So, okay. First of all, like first time I went to the theater since COVID and it was fine. Uh, And the trick to like not having to wear a mask the whole time is like, just keep eating and drinking. So we, Mm -hmm. we both bought a bottle of wine in with us. (laughs) Just that like the paper straw, like slowly disintegrating in the, (laughs) <laughs> neck of the bottle anyway um and popcorn oh my god it was so good dune holy shit so i have not read the book i have not seen the first movie but it's epic like mm-hmm. and so if you have the chance to see it in theater do um mm-hmm. the only downside was like uh there were some parts like we, we were the audience so it was like kind of ghetto um and there were parts of the movie where like there was whispering and I'm like I can't I don't know what they're saying I can't hear Mm -hmm. I can't hear that and so like a lot of it was like I don't know what's happening but um but it was great and it was part one and so there's gonna be a part two anyway it was like I don't know anything about 
it. I don't know if this is like a, it's a mythical world or it's the past or it's the future it's or if re- it's space it's a, or it's a real time documentary about a, a, a guy named Dune. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Dune. <laughs> Dougie uh, Dune. Yeah. I won't tell you about it because I want you to, to see it for yourself also. Well, just answer me this. Is it, is it like, is it, is there something to where it's like, Oh, it's like Lord of the Rings. There's other creatures and other things in that sense. Or is it like it's humans and it's just humans in a different universe or different it's, time or it's different humans in a different universe. And they, and, and it's a sci-fi movie, but they don't use um, AI or computers. And oh. so it's kind of like a, an interesting sort of, industrial revolution type feeling where they don't have the kind of yeah so they they have um they have like flying ships and stuff sort of but kind of like mad max yeah comparison about like it's humans but it's like different types of like yeah and there's there's this um substance called spice that uh that is like i don't know it, it people who take too too much of it like their eyes go like fancy and blue and Zendaya was in it and Timothy Chalamet or whatever the hell his name is I just know him from SNL Mm -hmm. um anyway it was so cool I hope it comes to the IMAX here I would love to see it um yeah I like it yeah I watched again one of my favorite movies of all time I don't know if you've seen it and I know I've not talked about it but it's called Chef and it's John Favreau and John Leguizamo. So I love that movie. I tried to watch it. Is also that chick from Modern Family in it? Mm-hmm. I can't Not a lot, her. but just like as the. I can't stand her. So I, I turned it off. Um, mm. But. It's a but, slow start, but it gets really good. Them just okay. watching them cook and the food and the music and the. Well, this he is went a feel to good story. school for it or something. Or he shadowed a, shadowed some chefs and, and stuff like that. So and I love cooking and I love mm-hmm. cooking shows. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give it a try, but uh, yeah, gotta be in the mood. Gotta push through. Yeah, you do. And yeah. like, I'm not a huge John Favreau fan. Sorry, John Favreau. Um, <laughs> Listening, friend of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. There's been some like tons of Star Trek news out there that I haven't been paying attention to, and so I kind of did a little bit of a dig around on some of the websites out there to see if I could find anything good for you. So I got some updates. Yeah. Um, for, for I found this stuff on treknews.net. Um, Star Trek Prodigy is currently on TV right now. I don't know if you've watched anything or seen anything or heard about it. I no. watched the first episode and it was like, it was, it was fine. Like I, I'm not big on cartoons, especially if they're like kids cartoons, not like yeah. adult geared cartoons. So it's a show. Care Bears is good. Well, yeah, and like general holograms and like 80s stuff I grew up Yeah, in. But now as an adult, I'm just like, I don't, this isn't a show that was written for me. So I'm just yeah, like. Yeah, that's eh. true. But um, the uh, the animation is really neat. It's really cool to look at. And of course, seeing Janeway, she plays herself, but as a hologram. So it's like this, this plot line is like a bunch of like young alien kids kind of like steal a ship to get away from like a planet where they're like slaves, I think. If I'm picking up on what I watched, I didn't really pay yeah. much attention. But anyway, they take the ship out into space to escape. And then none of them know how to fly a ship. And so the um, hologram comes on and it's Janeway. And she's like, oh, you must be cadets. I'm here to assist you with, you know, as navigating the ship. And so it's her voice. Kate Mulgrew is back. And I know that Robert Beltran will be returning as Chakotay in cartoon form. And Just the guy later. from who, I can't remember his name in real life, but he was the crazy guy that, on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, 
with the crazy dark hair. Adrian um, Pimento. Yeah, but the one girl really liked him in the end. Yeah, Adrian like, Pimento, but I don't know his real name. Yeah, yeah, he's a voice on it. Um, yeah, so I, th- I know people are like really loving it, and I think that's great, but it's not cool. something I'm going to follow. So I just, um, I hope it does well. Nice. I've seen, yeah, the first four episodes, the first three episodes of Discovery. I have one more I haven't watched yet, and it's awesome, but I'm really surprised they brought in Kermit and Miss Piggy as new characters. I thought that was a real left turn, so <laughs> I'd be interested to see what people think about that. Um, the first four episodes have names. Would you like to hear them? This was on treknews.net. Yes. Okay, episode 401, the Kobayashi Maru. Oh, Episode 402, Anomaly. Ooh. Episode 403, Choose to Live. <gasps> Episode 404, All is Possible. Ooh, that sounds optimistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the History Channel right now is premiering a new 10-part documentary series called The Center Seat, 55 Years of Star Trek. You're and kidding. it's narrated by Gates McFadden. And I did a little search on my TV today to see if I could find it and see, yeah. and record it. And I found it. So it's on history coming up. So I've got the first one recorded or set to record. So I bet I will also look for that. I'm so surprised that the History Channel is doing something actually related to something historical. Yeah. And not just like ghost hunters or like, <laughs> paranormal yeah. nurse hospital survivors. Yeah. <laughs> um, on trekmovie.com, I read that a Paramount theme park in China featuring a Star Trek themed area is moving forward. The final frontier. It's being built in China for a 2024 opening. So guess cool. where we're going? 2025. Yay! We're going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to start saving now. Um, previously, Strange New Worlds had only been confirmed for a 2022 release, but this there's indications it's coming sooner rather than later the second season of picard is in february so it's a good guess that the debut of the next star trek series would be around maybe may and this also fits with the recent report that paramount plus has already ordered a second season of strange new worlds with a production start for february okay i'm really excited and then the new paramount chief has confirmed there's plans for multiple star trek films including an animated movie so here we are just like bring it on yeah right on so much so much happening god i would kill for another tng movie yes i can't wait for season two of picard oh i'm so excited oh my god freaking lancy's back Especially after watching Q Who, and there it is. Oh. It's both of them. It's Guinan and it's Q. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if we're going to see in Picard the famous <laughs> claw hands that they were doing to each other. It was so stupid. The claw. The claw. All right. Um, do you want to read the synopsis? I do. I'm excited. Are you excited? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So... I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you just do your thing. Okay. Oh no. I love it already. Haley here to give you a fright because Sarah wrote me a rhyme and stayed up all night. Today we are talking about season two. Well, not the whole season, just the one titled Q Who. You're a real Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Um, Just kidding. No rhyme. No way in hell will I do that again ever. Imagine you rhymed the whole. Don't. That's what we did, me and Casey, for season one of Enterprise. We alternated oh. and did a whole synopsis in rhyme. 
it was that my idea and I still feel bad. <laughs> I think that Casey is suffering from a lot of just like, you know, little PTSD yeah. from what I put on his shoulders. pentameter. Um, so here we are. Some woman, first of all, is ordering hot chocolate at work inappropriately and then continues to woman-splain to poor LaForge about her love for robots and how she says, please and thank you to them. Like, get a room. Am I right? <laughs> She then splashes the drink all over the captain and inappropriately gropes him. This woman is a nightmare. Get her out of here. Thankfully, the Picard, uh, the Picard, thankfully, the episode is saved by the arrival of Q, the ultimate space bad boy. He's got Picard in a shuttle and they are a long ways from home. Do you like ever go for drinks after work with people who are super annoying only to ditch their conversation when the bartender stares out the window? I have. And apparently so has Jordash. I mean, Jordy. <laughs> and as quick as you can say, Jordash jeans, Jordy ditches Guinan. <laughs> that Troy brought alerts hot pants, Riker, <laughs> that the captain is missing. I guess she sensed something. That's all the female characters do on this damn ship. Sense things. Like what? We're all psychic witches who know the future? I mean, yes, but no one's supposed to know that. <laughs> Anyway, Hot Pants Riker barks at Boy Wonder Wesley to calm the fuck down and we'll find him. Everyone calm down. The captain is missing. Stay calm. This is not a drill. Oh, my God. We're all going to die. (laughs) Riker says, widen the area. And I bark at my TV. Name of your sex tape. I'm yelling. Now Q is throwing a ball against the wall and I'm wishing he were throwing me up against a wall in a nice sexy way to be clear. Guinan and Q engage in a game of rock, paper, scissor claws and then hot pants Riker storms in with micro brain, <laughs> aka Worf. Growl for me, Worf. You know what? Yes, please. <laughs> uh, but Worf was asked to leave. The men continue to talk and Guinan makes annoyed sounds much like Sarah is right now. (laughs) (laughs) Q snaps his fingers and blah, blah, blah. 7,000 light years just like that. Boom. Welcome to a weird, scary part of space, dudes. Then that thing happens. Something we know well as women. We give great advice about safety and danger. And the man is like, still kind of like, you know feel compelled to explore and then what happens borg fucking borg a damn borg every time every goddamn time every time they sound swedish oh love it so the ship's security system has failed a borg just beamed over and there was no alarm that went off it's walking around engineering like it owns the place Picard to Worf to random dude. Someone stop this Borg. He's zapped and another takes his place. But this one has evolved. He seems pleased with himself about it too. Guinan explains that you can't reason with the Borg. And it makes me think, hmm, maybe the Borg and I have some things in common. Cute. (laughs) And be reasoned with. (laughs) Yeah, it's so, so true. Uh, uh oh, Worf, played by Michael Dorn. <laughs> it's also season two Worf, I gotta say, because like the makeup anyway. Yeah. <laughs> informs the big kids that the Borg has locked on and shields are weakening, much like my patients. Where's Dr. Pulaski? She's my favorite. Damn it. <laughs> 
I actually did not notice that there were no doctors in this episode. Hot Pants Riker, they're carving us up like a roast, just like at my 14th birthday. <laughs> Jesus, Haley. <laughs> Picard touches Riker's hand, removes it, and then Q disappears, and Picard is still touching Riker affectionately. Aw, busted. And Jordy says the shields are fixed and that it has been nice for them to have clapped or cheered or something. <laughs> Poor Jordy. On the Borg ship, Worf, Data, and Hot Pants Riker explore and talk about slots and how the Borg are in slots. And each slot is specific and it's a total slot fest. <laughs> Good. They said the word slot so many times <laughs> in a matter of a minute. Like, I couldn't believe I was like dying. Stop. Who wrote this episode? <laughs> A Borg? Uh, then it's a baby fest in the nursery. Seriously, can we get some more detail? Where did these babies come from? All stolen? Like, I have questions. Q, uh, posed like a male model, watches the captain flail about and says, just ask for help and admit you stink. The Borg are chasing. Shields are draining. It's a real nail biter. Tori. <laughs> Is that on purpose that you spelled it that way? Troy is arm crossed with no role, no tasks, no ability to help. My favorite character of all time, Dr. Pulaski, is still MIA. What the hell, Star Trek? And then, just like Sarah, pressed against the glass outside of Sarpino's pizzeria, the following words are shouted, I need you. (laughs) And Q snaps those fingers, making me disrobe instantly. I mean... Saving the ship and sending them home. And what I need is a goddamn drink and a cold shower. Something fun, because this episode is not that fun. Oh, wait, a board game. 3D chess. That's fun? Picard and Guinan socializing, bonding, flirting? They will be coming. You can bet on that. Just like at my 14th birthday. (laughs) That's it. That's the episode. No Pulaski, no Cardassians, no musical numbers, no hamburger eating competition. Like Sarah said, this is bullshit. <laughs> oh my God, girl. So good. Well read. <laughs> oh, what a and you ride. Did exactly, you did exactly the way I knew you were going to do it when you're like, and then there's Q, yeah. the ultimate space bad boy. And I knew exactly <laughs> how you were going to say it. And I could picture it when I wrote it. And I was like, she did it. <laughs> He is the ultimate space bad boy. What a hunk. Total. Oh. Total. Thoughts on the episode? Okay. Point form. Pant farm. (laughs) Pant farm. Point farm. One. Not bad. Kind of boring. Two. I did not like Gomez. Three. I liked seeing Chief O'Brien. Four. I liked that Q taught the crew and the captain actually a pretty valuable lesson at the end of the day. Five, the Borg are dope. Yo. I love the Borg. Me too, man. Yeah, okay. I just was like, I was really excited. Well, I wasn't really excited to watch the episode, but I was kind of like, oh, I haven't seen this one in a long time. And I knew that this was the the Borg introductory one. Um, but I was like, eh, season two, like, we'll see how it goes. So it wasn't Q at his best. There wasn't a lot of Q action, but mm-hmm. I did like it. I think it's a really, like, I think it's a must watch episode for the history of the Borg and just kind Definitely. of that lesson being taught of how, like, you know what, you guys are a little green and yeah. kind of made me think of Archer a little bit. Check yourself. 
yeah just that keen like we have to get out there and do everything it's like oh like also like yeah like just slow down a little bit like there's some shit out there that's gonna mess you up definitely um I loved this episode. Yeah. <laughs> like I at the end of it, I was like, this was the perfect episode. <laughs> <laughs> I said that out loud to no one in particular. Um I yeah, because it inter- introduced the Borg and it had Q, and you're right, there wasn't enough Q, but I thought the only thing missing in this episode was the Riker maneuver. Mm. Um, I also thought it was very stupid that the away team went to the cube, despite knowing that the Borg are like super dangerous mm-hmm. and at any time the collective could have murdered them. Yeah. Um, but I just, I thought it was great. It had Guinan, you know what? Maybe it was the absence of Crusher and Pulaski that made me happy about it. I thought um, Gomez was totally useless. She didn't need to be in the episode at all. It offered nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a season two episode of TNG, quite good i think it's because it was so picard centric like it wasn't data dancing around being an idiot and it wasn't yep. troy with her, was like, in it horrible lines of like i sent something like just you know like they just abused her character so bad i feel like that in that series so yeah. it was just like it was the heavy hitters it was picard versus q versus the borg like it's the trifecta it's the perfect yeah. storm it was um i liked it a lot uh what was I going to say about season two? It doesn't matter. Um, I loved it. I I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I would love, because I don't remember much about Guinan, and this episode is a great introductory to her again, just like that little bit of depth behind who she is. And so when mm-hmm. Q was kind of like, oh, Guinan, that's what you're calling yourself now. I just want to know more about her species and her life. Like, I think that'd be a really cool graphic novel or a, or a side episode or like a little special, just a little bit about who she is and where she came from and what her story is. Do you think that we'll learn anything more about her on Picard? I don't think so, because I feel like if she's coming back, it'll only be for like an episode or two. And if Q is coming back too, I'm curious if they're going to have them together or if it's going to be like, because Picard's struggling so much with what happened to him with Locutus and what's been happening to the Borg in the future. So I wonder if she'll be like a confidant that he'll talk to, or if it'll be more than that. Like I have no idea what to expect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to rewatch Picard season one again. I've already watched it twice. It's just so unbelievably good. So good. I totally agree. Oh, season um, nine was so good. Oh, Hugh and like Echeb and all the, oh my God. Oh, yeah. That. God, I love Star Trek so much. It's so good. Um, so let's do some fast facts. Okay. Um, I'll start off. Yeah, that sounds great. We got a lot of them here. I didn't do any would you rather, so I'll have to think of something. Sometimes the best ones are on the fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like literally on a fly. Yeah. On a balloon. Were... <laughs> on a t-shirt on a balloon. The Borg were originally conceived as being a race of insects as featured in the previous season of Star Trek um, Next Gen Conspiracy. Budget restrictions meant that the decision was made to go with cyborgs instead. Nevertheless, Q who still went $50,000 over budget. Well, they had to build that whole cube. When they say like, when I read that about like a race of insects, it made me think automatically of the bad guy in Galaxy Quest. Oh. Because it was like that exoskeleton and he had like the like scorpion type like extensions. 
And then the eye patch. I'm Jason Baton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about Enterprise and um, that quorum or whatever of species where isn't there an insect in 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 that? Are you there yet? I've only watched season one. Oh, okay. I'm that's more about really four, holding back on going forward. <laughs> well, you know, fair enough. It's not. It's not I my will. fave. Eventually, eventually, yeah. eventually. eventually. Um, the episode won two Emmy awards for outstanding sound mixing for a drama series and outstanding sound editing for a series. Well done. I wonder what they were up against because it was just like a regular old Star Trek episode to me. But fair enough. Um. After Q kidnaps Picard, Picard reminds Q that he agreed to leave the ship alone. In Star Trek The Next Generation, Hide and Q, the agreement was that Q would leave humanity alone, not just the Enterprise. Q. Come on, bud. What you doing? Troublemaker. Don't do that. Oh, my God. Picard requested to be taken to Deck 9, crew quarters on the turbo lift, yet his quarters are on Deck 8. What an idiot. God, Jesus. <laughs> Ooh, maybe he was going to visit someone for a booty call. <gasps> I wonder who. Colette. No. Colette. No. Gomez. Is- he wanted to scold her for that <clears throat> coffee, hot chocolate incident. She... When she's like touch touching all over him, I'm like, what are you even doing? Like, are your hands absorbent towels? Like, what are yeah. you doing? Who and who orders hot chocolate during a work day? I'm coffee or tea I can get. But like, yeah, maybe. And then also, like the proximity of the replicator next to engineering, and you're not allowed to have food or drink in engineering. Why is it even there? Why was she in this episode? Anyway. I think they wanted to make her uh, oh here. Why don't you read your next thing? Oh, I will. <clears throat> It has been theorized by fans of the series that the character of the nervous and chatty ensign Sonia Gomez was an attempt to add another regular or at least recurring character the, to the cast, probably as a counter, possibly as a counterpart for Jordy to riff off of when in engineering or even as a possible love interest. However, she only appears in Star Trek Next Generation. Samaritan. I can't read. Samaritan. Damn English <laughs> language. <laughs> Samaritan Sarah. <laughs> after this disappearance that's so weird that I totally blanked on how to say that <laughs> um, yeah she felt like a, a female version of Barkley she did and she offered nothing whereas Barkley I think um, has just enough appearances and just the right amount of awkwardness that you're like that's good enough and it's not about her being a woman versus a man it's it's just that it just felt very forced Mm -hmm. so I'm glad that they they didn't keep her on I just don't think that you know between Jordy and Data riff off each other all the time I feel like that is a much better relationship Mm -hmm. I want to watch the last season of Voyager now just because of the Barkley element and the redemption there of the character what isn't that like one of the big this. things at the last season of Voyagers when they're finally like able to set like subspace, they're touching base with like Starfleet. It's Barkley's one of the people who works with them to help them come home or something. Cause it was him and it was Tom Paris's dad, Admiral Paris. Right. I haven't seen it in so, God, it's so, long, so long, but I think Barkley had a few episodes and he was like a big time helper Aww. and communicator. And I was like, that's such a great thing for the character. Definitely. Oh God. What a Voyager is so good. I haven't watched that show in a very long time. Like I've started it, but I always find that I like it better when Seven of Nine joins in. 
I remember um, everything's better when 709 joins in. Oh, um, mm-hmm. I remember I was over at your place one day and this is obviously like years and years and years ago. Um, and you're like, you have to watch the first episode of Voyager. And I was like, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm like a TNG fan until mm-hmm. I die. And you're like, just watch this. And I was like so hooked because it was mm-hmm. such a great pilot. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, mm-hmm. such a cool that. concept of like such a great concept. That was another thing I thought about, like when Q was like, ha ha, you're 7000 light years away. Uh, data, how long is it going to take us to get to the nearest st- substation? Oh, two years. Fucking cry me a river. Like Voyager, meanwhile, is in the back ass of the Delta Quadrant, 75 yeah, years 75 ago. years like, away. Yeah, that was like two years. You're already like, just explore that area. Anyway. 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 Although Q is set in 2365 and is the first appearance of the Borg in the Star Trek canon, the... Ugh. I'm going to start that again. Although Q Who is set in 2365 and is the first appearance of the Borg in the Star Trek canon, the writers of Star Trek Voyager 1995 seem to have gotten confused about chronology, chronological order. (laughs) In that series, it appears that Starfleet had heard about them approximately 12 years before and had sent the Hansen family to investigate them. In 2354, they were assimilated and their daughter, Annika, became the love of our lives, seven of nine. But I do up, Hanson. Oh, that this is the wrong spelling. Could be that could be your great 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 grandfathers, the Hansons. Maybe. Remember also that was House's ringtone for his team. Yes, there is a show I'd like to rewatch. Hell yes, I actually recently watched. The episode in season, his season four, where um, Amber is that her name? She's like she's one of the doctors, and you can't fucking stand her. She was also in White Chicks, yep. uh, Wilson's love interest, and yep. she, yeah, and she's on the bus, and then yep. you know she she wakes up and she realizes she's connected to all these machines. She's not going to make it, and I just was like, I remember watching that episode and just fucking bawling my eyes out, like, oh, mm-hmm. so epic. And then, yeah, you're right. Like, House is such a good series as well. That show could never play on TV right now if you wrote that series now, just oh, because 100%. of the way people have changed and the attitudes. Like, you could never get away with a character like that. No. Which is... It is what it is. It is what it is. No comment. When the when the first Borg beams onto the Enterprise, Q begins describing it to Picard as neither a he or she, but then... <laughs> refers to the Borg as he and him. It's like the Tarkasian <laughs> razor beast all over again. Yeah, no kidding. Pick oh my pronoun, God, pick one. Also, I, you know, a, a couple of things I was thinking of and how could they possibly know where humanity is going with language and all that kind of stuff back in uh, the 80s or whenever season two was, but like the pronoun thing wouldn't be a thing in, in the future. Um, uh, carve them up like a roast. I'm like, they, I just don't think that there's a, a future for beef um, <laughs> in, in the world. I love, like, I will, I just had a steak the other day, fucking delicious all day long. I'm going to eat beef, but I just don't think it's like sustainable for the environment. Mm-hmm. And shit. I just don't think it would be around. It's just that, that um, phrase would also not be around anyway. That's the kind of shit I think about. <laughs> Those are the things that keep you up at night. Sorry. 
Yeah. I love it. When Ensign Gomez accidentally spills hot chocolate on Captain Picard, initially she hardly spills any liquid on his uniform. Most of the hot chocolate appears to spill on the floor and on her. Yet later, as Picard is walking down the hallway to the turbolift and encounters Q, almost the entire front of his uniform is soaked. There was not enough liquid spilled on him to make such a stain. We also see a larger stain on Gomez's uniform as Picard leaves and she turns towards Geordi. Just basic. Though I understand, like, probably was spreading. Mm. Absorption. Yeah. Consistent with the character of Q's, John Delancey. <laughs> Actor John Delancey. Love you. Where are you from? <laughs> Canada. Where? BC. You're not allowed to talk. Where? <sighs> Victoria. What street? Uh, <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Here's my business. Remember, we were going to have business cards? <laughs> <laughs> I think we are. Sorry, let me start again. Consistent with the character of Q's, John Delancey's, arrogance, the Starfleet uniform he gives himself has four, who the fuck said buttons? They're pips. <laughs> um, he gives himself has four golden pips on the collar, which only captains are given. I love that fact. I just, I know. oh, he's such an asshole. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in a new database, sometimes people say buttons. buttons. Get them out of there. You should be blocked from the website. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you might have to, you might have to put that. <laughs> yeah, just in case. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, this is not the first utterance of the phrase, resistance is futile, in the Star Trek franchise. It was said 10 years earlier by Spock in Star Trek, the motion picture, 1979. I wonder what the context was. I mean, I've seen all those movies. I don't remember. But... Spock. Which one's Spock? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> He's the one with the accent. Oh, right. Beam me up, I'm... Spocky. I'm Bork from Spork. I'm <laughs> Spock from Rock. <laughs> When the second Borg appears to take over from the one war phasered, just before it bends over the body of its companion, a tear can a tear can be seen in the neck area of the skull cap. <laughs> the actress head and single neck. tear. <laughs> I love that. Um, also, just the, the the graphics. Not that I could fucking do any better. But when they're trying to phase, like the, the squares, the, it's like, like a, a matrix. <laughs> I was like, do better. But like, I can't do better. It was like 87 or 88. Yeah, I, like, it's fine. I can't do it. I still don't understand how you can take a picture. I know. I don't still don't understand phones. Like, I can't believe that we're talking to each other in different rooms. Like, no one's talking about it. We're on a video call. Remember the Simpsons a million years ago? Like, they had, anyway, video calling in the future. No one seems to acknowledge that we're there now. Yeah. Anyway, they just want the next thing, like the flying cars or the holodecks. Well, um, yeah. When Picard enters the turbo lift after Gomez spilled that fucking hot chocolate on him, the turbo lift door marks that he's on deck 10, while the doors immediately to the right de- denote that his uh, location is actually deck 36. Come on. Somebody, <laughs> somebody wasn't working that day. Wake up, get yourself on, put down the hot chocolate, get a coffee, and get to work. Which is it? Imagine getting off on deck 36 and thinking you're on deck 10, like you're heading to 10. I'm I'm assuming it's on 10 forwards on 10, isn't it? I, thought 10. Oh, I wish I still had my poster. Mm. Hey, wait. Hey, Google. What deck of the Enterprise is 
10 forward on. Sorry, I don't have any information about Bitch. that. But I found something similar. Fucking useless. Forward located on the Starship oh. Enterprise? Yes. Yes. On the website Christmas.com, they say, the 10 forward lounge on the Enterprise D was located on deck 10, front edge of the saucer. It is on deck 10. Okay, that's that's enough. Yeah, we know what it's for. <laughs> we don't need a whole history of. <laughs> can you also get a tomato juice there? I don't actually know if you can. When Guinan touches the panel to bring up the image of the board cube on the screen in her office, she never actually touches the panel. <laughs> she never touches the panel, but the screen comes on anyway. Ah, yes. When Q snaps his fingers to send the Enterprise back to Federation space, the board cube is notably absent. <laughs> it's already gone. Oh, my God. Would you see this or skip it? I think I, I know. I think you know the answer, and that yeah. is a giant see it. I will, I will literally watch this later again today is how yeah. much I loved it. Like, I awesome. loved it. You? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Bill and Dad were both see it's on this one, too. They for liked sure. it. That's so rare for a season two episode. But Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so would you rather... Would you rather be a Borg... Immediately, yes. <sighs> or a Cardassian. Oh. Hey, have you ever seen a Cardassian woman? Yeah. Oh. Well, there was his little daughter when it was the Four Lights episode, oh, and then there's true. a bunch yeah, in yeah, Enterprise. Yeah. Oh, I mean, in Discovery. I, yeah, I mean, Deep course. Space Nine. Fucking spin it out, Sarah. There's like so I, many what, shows. What Deep Space Nine. Um, okay, so part of me likes the idea of being a Borg because I would have assimilated a bunch of like different technologies and stuff into my um, self to be able to um, just be like an awesome Borg. But another part is like, do I want to be part of the collective and not have my own thoughts and, or could I be like Hugh and start having my own thoughts? Hugh, not Q. Um, but also then I would have friends all the time, which would be kind of cool, but also I'm an introvert. So I need to be alone sometimes. Cardassian. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good choice. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. Um, would you rather. Hmm. I'm trying to. I can't think of anything today. It's all right. Next Food time. related. Would you rather have guacamole with lemon juice or lime juice? Oh, lime juice. Every time. Okay. <laughs> you just log off. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> going there's, through a tunnel. There's no Someone tunnels. else is calling right now. There's no tunnels on the island. Oh, you know what? What a treat. So, this treat, is fun. Treat yourself. Treat yourself to guacamole with lemon. Oh no, I've sometime. got I've got my plan for this afternoon because there's a football game, so there's going to be some smoked salmon. Delicious. There's going to be some of those little like toothpick with like a piece of bocconcini, a tomato, and a piece of uh, <gasps> basil, basil with a little drizzle of uh, balsamic, balsamic vinegar. Oh, and then yeah. there's I think there's a a ring of kielbasa sausage in the fridge that we'll have to chop up. So we'll have a piece of that and um, that'll be that. Who's, and then who's playing? It's the Seahawks playing. Um, I want to say green Bay. Nice. And I'm also 
because I'm such a dork. I'm recording because at the same time on one of the other sports channel is uh, one of the World Series poker tournament starting at the Bellagio. I want to watch part one, two, three, and four. I have it all recorded. Just fast forward through the whole thing is what I would do. Well, yeah, but it's not at the same time as the game, so I won't be able to watch. So I have to record it and I'll watch it like tomorrow. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm embarrassed for you, but Thank that's you. fine. Well, you know, no problem. It's, it's what I like to do. And then tonight for dinner, we're having um, steamed mussels in a white wine sauce with a salad. Mm. I'm having mussels tonight too. But Uncle Mussels, <laughs> Uncle Mussels, something hour. Um, yeah, but I'm making just like a little bit of linguine. Mm-hmm. and yeah oh that sounds so good mm-hmm. well it's not going to be as good as yours because i've literally bought a box that's like a put the bag in the boiling water it's ready to go from superstore because they were on sale and i'm like well try them i see if it's any good like um the ones that i have are well they're organic or whatever um but they're frozen they're already cooked i've had them a yeah. million times they're just in a bag um yeah. they're they're delicious and i just like chop up some shallot and garlic and Roma tomatoes and then throw them in with a little bit of white wine. Oh shit. I don't have any white wine. Oh, well, what? you don't have white wine. I'm sure I have red wine. That won't be good. Uh, I'll just use some chicken broth. That's fine. Um, yeah. And so I'm so excited for you. Mm, I'm excited That's for you. For you. Love that. I love it. For you. Yeah. I got two more days off then I'm back to work on Wednesday. Oh God. I've just been in like fucking like, I forget that. I forget what it's like to have a job. Like I have just been so, so, yeah, it's great. Anytime I go on vacation, I'm like, how does anyone work? There's no time, Mm -hmm. but here we are. Um, Let's see if I get any more letters with bloody fingerprints on them. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And then like, it's, uh, that's the other thing that happened is the Brad's shops now officially up and running. And I went in with Shannon and painted it and got it all cleaned up in the office. And they've had their first week and it went well. I, um, I texted him the, after you told me that they had opened it and I said, where is he? He's way, way down there. Um, huge congrats, yada, yada. And I said, can't wait to take my car in to fix the fucking scrape along the side because I am a woman and I can't drive or recognize I hit a concrete pillar. (laughs) And he goes, you're supposed to say the wall hit you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, but yeah, like I know they're super like slammed. So I'll wait till the new year. But that's so exciting. And yeah, I look I look forward to seeing it and taking my car in for all the reasons. Do you think they can fix my rims? They're like scratched to shit. I probably just need new rims. Don't get, don't get a car with fucking racing tires (laughs) because the rims are flush with the tire. And so anytime you come up along a curb, it's just like, (laughs) do you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? (laughs) Do you eat a lot of paint chips as a kid? Um, I want to eat a car. Don't say it. Stop. I ate a I ate a Kleenex I found in the garden once. <laughs> what? I don't know. I just I remember I was like five and I was like, what? <laughs> oh, God. What? And also, why was there a Kleenex in the garden? That's <laughs> <laughs> blew out of some granny's pocket. <sighs> All right, let's close this. I think this is a sign that we have to close this. Uh, You're going to help me close it out too. Yeah. Um, Thanks for joining. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for joining. This is so so cheesy. Like it's not even a good segue. (laughs) Thank you for 
Thank you for joining us and listening and putting up with our bullshit. Remember, you can subscribe to Discovering. Oh, I copied and pasted this from the Discovering oh. Trek board. You can subscribe to Rewind by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or by heading to uh, trekgeeks.com and finding it all there. Or guess what? There's an app now. It's a Trek Geeks app. You go to the App Store, you can download an app. Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, I already knew that. Um, if you enjoy what we're doing here on Rewind, <laughs> I'm spitting everywhere. <laughs> and the Trek Podcast Network, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Um, as a subscriber, you can get access to the unedited recordings of episodes. Yeah. Believe me. There's a little editing still, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> as well as exclusive content and great subscriber rewards, like our annual supporters pins from fansets and our exclusive Trek Geeks Podcast Network t-shirt, among other things. Um, and if you would like to become a producer of Rewind or even get access to the raw audio for Rewind episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash trekgeeks for all the details. I want to see us on TikTok. Mm. <laughs> just like think of like all the different trendy songs and all those things and all those like people doing like the yeah. weird hand things where you answer questions and I'm like do we do that now is that a I thing? don't understand I it. don't get it I it's like funny. it though I like I like the dog ones me too all right that does it for us this week and our discussion of Q who as for always Q who who Q who's Q um, thank you so much to the folks at Five Year Mission and to Bill and Dan for putting up with our antics and to all of you for tuning in. And remember to leave us another goddamn voicemail because that was awesome and yes. I'm still thinking about it. Or drop a hello on Twitter. It's Trek Rewind. And uh tune in next time when we do Starship in a bottle. Starship in a bottle. It's, it's ship, in, ship a bottle. in a bottle. I know, but I couldn't say it like ship in a it just doesn't sound as good. I need to get that extra the cops. Ship in a bottle. I think we're going to watch that. I don't know anything about that episode. I don't remember it. I just know you're excited. So I'm excited. Yep. Um, and that'll come out probably early December. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'll figure it out. There's no rhyme or reason. <laughs> no, there really isn't. Want. Oh, no. good God. All right. Haley Frequency's closed. To infinity. And a <laughs> Still a thing after all it this is time. good. After all this time. Growing. Always. Oh. Mm. Rip. Let's go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>